Welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Adam's checking out an exhibition about Christopher Wren, the man who built one of London's most iconic landmarks, St Paul's Cathedral. And he's even climbing all the way to the top. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. And today, Adam's just over 100 metres off the ground. Hi, Bex. I'm a little bit out of breath at the moment. I'm currently climbing some stairs in St Paul's Cathedral. But to find out how I got here, how about we go all the way back down to the bottom? And in fact, our journey starts in the crypt. My name is Terry Richards, um, and I'm here with the education department teaching children about about the Great Fire of London. And Terry, you were telling me that this uh, model in front of us is Cathedral Number 4. Absolutely. Down in the crypt of St Paul's, um, we have a model that's called the Great Model. Um, it's the cathedral that was here. Uh, it was built in 1087, took 250 years to build, was the largest cathedral in Europe, but it took only one day to burn down. And that was in the Great Fire of London of 1666. In 1666, London was a very different city from the one we know today. It was much smaller, with only about 500,000 people, but it was still a very busy and important place. On September 2nd of that year, a fire started in a bakery on Pudding Lane. At the time, people used open flames to cook and heat their homes, so fires weren't uncommon. But this one quickly got out of control. Within hours, it had spread to nearby buildings and was roaring through the city. Oh, gosh, look at that. We have the Great Fire of London. Uh, You can see old St Paul's there going up in flames. The fire destroyed 13,200 houses, 87 churches and 44 stables. Five-sixths of the city of London burnt to the day burned to the ground in five days. Um, After the fire went out, of course, they had to rebuild the whole of London. Over here is a plan that Wren put forward in just a few days after the Great Fire of London that wasn't actually proceeded with, but following that, he was given the job of rebuilding, first of all, St Paul's Cathedral um, and then 51 other churches within the square mile, of which 26 are still standing today. Hello, I'm Emily Weaver. I'm a learning officer. That means I get to work with schools and families who come to visit St Paul's Cathedral. We've just learned a little bit about the Great Fire of London and in front of us right now are two statues that were actually damaged during that fire. So these are two seated statues, a husband and a wife. Um, The wife, you can see, has a little bit of damage, but the husband has lost most of his head. Uh, You can see just his chin and the remains of his nose. Uh, On one of his hands, a couple of the fingers are missing. And then on the other hand, the whole hand has been blown off uh, by the explosion that was caused by the heat of the fire. So you might wonder why they look black and why they might be damaged. And actually, then you'll realise that you are an eyewitness to something that actually happened here in this part of London 350 years ago. Uh, You can see that these statues are from Tudor times um, and had been rescued from the burnt-out wreckage of the old cathedral. Uh, And then they were put back into this cathedral to help us to think about history and remind us about the importance of stories uh, from the past. Okay, now I confess to have never been to St Paul's Cathedral before... 
I am walking. Wow. <laughs> I've just walked around the corner through two very grand doors and into an even grand room. Oh, my word. You just look up and there are very intricate stonework everywhere. Everything's sort of gold plated. There are chandeliers hanging from the ceiling and the building is absolutely massive. Wow. I'm speechless, which is rubbish for radio, isn't it? <laughs> Let me speak for you, then. Above your head, you can see a dome, but there's not one dome up there. There's not two domes up there. There are three domes above your head. The inner saucer dome is made of brick. On top of that is what we call the cone, and that is also made of brick. But the one that you see from the outside, built around the uh, inner and uh, um, uh, saucer dome is made of oak covered in lead and all in all this entire structure right the way down to the basement weighs 65,000 tons when we teach children we usually use elephants as an example so if you can imagine 65,000 elephants up there that's a lot of elephants but if you're like me, I, the uh, idea I like best is if you were to remove this dome from here entirely and put the Eiffel Tower in its place, you'd have to put another seven Eiffel Towers on top of it to achieve the same weight as the three domes of St Paul's Cathedral. 65,000 tonnes, and it had never been done before in this country. Terry, yes. you were going to give me a wow moment. Uh, in that case, you'll have to lie down on the floor again. Okay. I've not looked up yet either. I'm, uh, I'm getting down on the floor. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a wow moment. Terry, come and stand next to me. And I'm going to hold up this microphone. And you're going to explain to me what I'm seeing. The ceiling of St Paul's Cathedral Choir is made entirely of glass. Tiny tiny tesserets of glass no. look at your small finger and imagine them even smaller than your fingernail there's estimated to be more than 7 million tesserets of glass or glass that is covered in gold leaf up there, they are mosaics and they tell the story of the creation so we are about halfway up now and there is, we're nearly there Okay, we're very nearly near the top, uh, and there is a very small window, and you can look down and see the cathedral floor, which was the floor earlier on that I was uh, lying under. Thanks very much. Here we are. Here we are. Wow. So we have an absolutely gorgeous view over not just sort of the, the cathedral that's obviously below us now, uh, but over the entirety of London. And would, would people have come up here at some point over the cathedral's history? Yes, they did. In actual fact, the cathedral opened in 1710, uh, but in 1709 you could buy a ticket to come up here. It would cost you four pence, so of course only very wealthy people would come up here to see number one, uh, Sir Christopher Wren's magnificent cathedral from a height, um, but also as far away as 25 miles. Uh, in actual fact, this was the tallest building in London 
until the 1950s and it could be seen for many more miles away than that. And it's just amazing to think about, isn't it? You know, the cathedral has been uh, the heart of the city, if you like, in so many ways. And this landscape will have changed around it over time. Um, down the, the river there, you've got Tower Bridge, London Bridge, uh, Southwark Bridge, Blackfriars Bridge, Waterloo Bridge uh, and Hungerford Bridge there. And so many landmarks that people will recognise as well. We've obviously got the London Eye tucked just behind that. I think I can just see the spire on it uh, is uh, Elizabeth Tower or Big Ben. Um, and so much as well. Obviously, you can see the shards uh, and the Tate Modern as well, just across the river. See the Wembley Arch just in the distance over there. And Alexandra Palace to the north of the, of the um, building here. And people can come and do this pretty much any time they like. They certainly can, yes. It's only 528 steps to the top, but no lift. Only, only. We've got that, uh, we've got that journey now back down. Okay, follow me, I'll take you the full view around. Thanks, Adam. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was amazing. You can find out more by searching for St. Paul's Cathedral. Uh, just like that, we are done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. If you want some more suggestions, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.